This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Fidel Castro, we we lost him. We're still in mourning. We lost him. Well, we got to be in mourning for, in Cuba, it's nine days. I think here we're going 18. Yeah, I think that's enough. Nine's (laughs) enough. Nine is not enough. Double it up. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, we're in serious, severe mourning right now. We're... Yes, we may smile on the outside. Inside, we are sobbing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, We're almost the, Jill Stein level yeah, disturbed yeah. by this. Um, yes. It's really almost, almost, not quite, almost uh, Justin Trudeau uh, despondent over the death of It's Fidel close. Castro. It's close. And our dads didn't even know him. No. So... <laughs> Uh, apparently, uh, Pierre Trudeau did, and they were close friends. He he uh, did know him, yeah. and uh, passed that love of Fidel down to his son Justin, who now also uh, leads Canada and Canada and Cuba. I've always considered brother countries <laughs> uh, because they both start with C. They do. They, they bo- that's that was <laughs> your, that was the main part of your yes. analysis. I yes, will yes say. it was. Uh, you also included <laughs> China and Chile. Yes, I did. That. Yeah, uh, it's uh, is- it's a close knit family between. Cuba, Canada, China, and Chile. I wouldn't say it was a deep dive, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> no, we're in kind of shallow water. Yeah, here. a little bit. That's okay though. But um, that's that's us. Yeah. We're 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 an inch deep, but a mile wide. We're very wide. Okay. I will say that. Uh, as someone who actually knows a lot about Cuba and uh, and is really. I mean, he's one of the. He's written multiple books on the topic. Uh, Umberto Fontova is with us uh, now, uh, and uh, I think Umberto is in serious mourning as well. Oh, you must be so broken up. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. T- thanks a lot for the invite, guys. Uh, yeah. You do realize that it's the height of the hunting season, duck and deer season, <laughs> oh, in the wow. bayous of Louisiana where I live. So I'm dressed for the occasion, ready to scoot out of here up to my deer stand when it's over. But I said, nice. for my friends, Pat and Stu, I'm going to delay the hunt a little bit. Baby. As a matter of fact, I got the news. I heard the news today. Oh, boy. I got the news Sunday uh-huh. when I was 25 feet in a tree in my climbing stand hunting deer but oh my goodness it, these people have no respect and then i ended up doing two or three radio interviews 
from the tree. But you know, <laughs> it scares away the deer. No respect. No oh. respect to do it during the hunting season. Yeah, well, we're disappointed we didn't get a tree-based interview from you. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we we definitely want to get your perspective because I mean, you've been you've talked to us many times before about this, right. and it's amazing to see the way the media is trying to canonize this guy, like he was some hero and brought freedom and, and education and health care. Can you kind of take on some of their actual complaints here? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it took me an entire book to try to explain this phenomenon, and that's why it's titled The Longest Romance, mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Mainstream Media and Fidel Castro. <laughs> he called that one. You have to write a whole book to expose this thing, and then you got to write another one called <laughs> Hollywood's <laughs> Favorite Tyrant. You see, because really there's no rhyme or reason for it, and what makes it so interesting is that it would be those very people celebrity Hollywood types, uh, beatniks and stuff, who were sent to concentration camps, to yes. forced yes. labor camps in Cuba, unless they played the regime's game. And we're talking about a regime that jailed and tortured political prisoners at a higher rate, at an equal rate, as Stalin's regime during the very height of the Great Terror in the 1930s. And they murdered wow. more political prisoners in their first three years in power than Hitler's regime murdered in his first six. And they drove 20 times as many people to die trying to escape from Cuba yeah. as die trying to escape from East Germany. Mm-hmm. You know, so when when that's in the back of your mind and you're hearing these things from Trudeau and from mm-hmm. Obama and from Jimmy Carter, my mm-hmm. goodness, I don't even want to get into Hollywood. Oh, I know. Umberto, <laughs> you, you made the comparison between his regime and uh, uh, his atrocities and, and Hitler's. Is that per capita or is that just straight up numbers? No, no, that's why I say at a higher a rate. A higher rate. At one point okay. in 1961 and 1962, mm. one of every 17 Cubans was a political prisoner, either in a forced labor camp or in a prison. Uh, Ms. Ann Applebaum, who wrote what I consider the most definitive book on the uh, Gulag archipelago, she mentions that at any one point, there were about two million Russians in the Gulag during the 30s. Two million, but that was out of a population out of about 220 million. So if you do the math, which I did, you'll get to those pictures. Now, the murders are in absolute numbers. Fidel Castro murdered more political prisoners out of a population of 6.5 million people at the time than Hitler murdered out of a population of 70 million at the time. You're not going to hear that any place except on this show. This it's absolutely crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. And, and do you see the reaction? In the East Germany, think mm-hmm. about ahead. it. Would it occur to anyone to hail, like to hail this guy, Walter Ulbricht or Eric Honecker, the dictators of East Germany? No, even a liberal, if you hold his feet to the fire, would say, well, gosh, East Germany was a terrible, terrible place. All you had to do is look at that wall and they were killing people. Who, look, why did so many people try to escape from East Germany? So, hey, guess what? East Germany had free health care, too. Just like <laughs> but 20 times, 20 times, about 250 people died trying to escape over the Berlin Wall. About from 20, we don't know yet, from 20 to 46,000 have died horribly at sea, eaten alive by sharks, trying to escape 
Fidel Castro's Jeez. handy. That's a staggering figure. That is a, that is a stag- Do Umberto, from your experience, do media types who who, you know, sing his praises, do they just not believe these figures or are they just totally ignorant of them? What do you think is going on there? There's a lot of things, but if you've got to remember, you're not going to get a Havana Bureau, NBC, ABC, CBS, are not going to get a Havana. This is a totalitarian regime. People have forgotten what that means. I have to keep reminding myself that a whole generation has come up since the fall of the anchor. It's totalitarian. So to get a Havana Bureau, all the major networks have them. You're going to have to play their game, you see? Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example, a direct example. Several years ago, remember when Michael Moore came out with Sicko? Yeah. Sicko, the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. and Cuba's hospitals were just the most wonderful thing in the world, Cuban yep. healthcare. And he showed pictures of Cuban hospitals. Well, those hospitals were the ones that served tourists and the Communist Party hierarchy. Cuban dissidents got so outraged because Castro, naturally, was showing Sicko all over the island. Fidel Castro has called Michael Moore his favorite filmmaker. Mm-hmm. But the point is, Cuban dissidents saw that movie and they were so outraged. They say the world's going to believe this like they believe all the other lies that they snuck little cameras into actual, actual Cuban hospitals. And they took film of what the horrors and their flies over the plies, no mattresses on the bed. And they snuck the film out and ABC was going to show it. And that's when John Stossel was with ABC, and ABC was going to show it, and guess what? The regime got wind of this, mm. and they called in the ABC people. Hey, you know, if y'all show this stuff, we're going to have to really scrutinize, uh, uh, you know, your visa. Uh, in other words, ABC mm. caved. They mm-hmm. caved. They did not. They showed a very sanitized version of the tapes. The dissidents called my contact in Miami horrified. They said, this is awful. We literally risked our lives to get this stuff. And now ABC caves. I said, before you despair, let me get on the phone. Let me call some people who don't have Havana bureaus. Mm. So I called O'Reilly and Hannity, and they called me back instantly. And Hannity did a show on it. You can see it on YouTube. What Michael Moore didn't show you, but I'd sue that not not to plug Fox on this show, no, but right. to tell you, but to tell you how they manipulate the media, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, outside they, of the, many of them who already have sympathies. Yesterday, uh, I didn't even know, but I was on a- MSNBC, oh. and Soledad O'Brien was there, was singing the praises of Fidel Castro. And basically, I just told him what I just told you all a few seconds ago. I mean, what does it take? What does Castro? have to do to make a liberal matter. You tell me, I don't know. Well, I mean, Alberto, one of the things he ha- he actually did was try to convince the Soviet Union to launch a first strike nuclear attack on our homeland. Uh, and you mentioned in, in a couple of your books uh, as well that with him and, and underneath him, Che, went after and tried to have terrorist attacks uh, in the United States and tried to support terrorist efforts in the United States to kill innocent civilians. I mean, it wasn't even him oppressing just his own people. He wanted us dead, too. Black Friday of 1962. In fact, I just wrote about this. There was a terror plot that targeted Macy's, mm-hmm. Gimbel's, Bloomingdale's and Grand Central Terminal on the day of the Macy's parade mm. on Black Friday of 62. 
we had J. Edgar Hoover running. We had an FBI at the time who actually did their job. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they infiltrated the plot because back then they used uh, human intelligence more than computers. So they infiltrated the plot and they rounded it up. It was the Cuban mission to the United Nations doing it in mm. concert with members of the Fair Play for Cuba Committee in New York. That outfit can, became very more famous exactly a year later. But they cracked the plot. 500 kilos of TNT were go off. Macy's, can you, 9-11 would be known as the second most horrible attack. Macy's gets 50,000 shoppers that one day. Not at the mm. same time. But can you imagine the carnage? And that's just and one that's, of the stars. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the guy who is being hailed by prominent New Yorkers yeah. right now. Well, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. Sure, Alberto. But this guy is referred to by his peers as El Comandante. Uh, he, <laughs> Thank you. He was a long-serving leader uh, for 50-some yeah. years. Uh, he was beloved by his people. <laughs> we saw a, uh, I saw a report on Sunday on... I'm not sure if it was ABC or, or NBC. Um, I can't remember. But they, they were talking to people on the street about how wonderful Fidel was. And, of course, they're saying good things about him. They have to. His brother is still in power. So as they're saying all these uh, you know wonderful things like he'll always live in their hearts and all that stuff, you see these 1950s vehicles driving down the street behind him. And you, you realize that Cuba has not progressed one iota. It's as if it's still 1959 in uh, Havana, Cuba. And yet the media who goes there to, to do these flowery stories, right. don't. They, it doesn't sink in for them. They, they, they don't make yeah. the connection there that this guy held this island nation hostage for 60 years. Well, like I said, it's, it's part of that, but they've got to play the regime game if they want to keep their job in Havana. But here's the most amazing thing. Prior... To Castroism, Cuba had a higher standard of living than much right. of Europe. Yeah, Cuba took in more immigrants. It was vibrant before Castro, as a percentage of population, than did the United States, and that includes the L people used to be, you know, in Finn, more as desperate to enter Cuba as they are now to escape from Cuba at the exactly. risk of their lives. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the mob moved in. I, there must have been some appeal, right? The mob's yeah. not moving into Angola. Uh, they went into Havana because there was money to be made there. It was a vibrant economy. Uh, there was there's a tourism. There was a lot of things going on in Cuba, and and he stopped all that. He crushed all yeah, that. Well, I, I address that issue in the book, by the way. Cuba had, Havana had 44 hotels in 1958, 44, and mm -hmm. the mob reputedly had an interest in seven of them. So the okay. mob was in Cuba, but it mm -hmm. did not run Didn't Cuba right. any more than it ran Las Vegas or New York. Right. In fact, probably less than Las Vegas. One, I, I ran the numbers. In 1955, one Las Vegas casino, the Riviera, had more gambling action, slot machines, roulette tables, than the entire Island of Cuba. But that's not what most people saw in Godfather 2, so they right. don't believe me. Right. <laughs> Alberto Fontoba, you have a, first of all, a great article on Faithwire. Here's a handy list of atrocities for everyone glorifying Fidel Castro uh, that you need to read. And, and hold up the books one more time so people know, know what they look like. Yeah, this is, this is what you got to get a hold of here, mm -hmm. folks. Mm -hmm. These are great. Longest romance. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
the I mainstream got... media and Fidel Castro because <laughs> it's the longest romance. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Fidel, Hollywood's favorite client, they love him over there. You know, it's, it, mm-hmm. it dwells on the, the celebrity and media worship. And then after I have this worship, I list the atrocities and say, what is going on? Have people lost their minds? Mm, I think so. Uh, Umberto Fondova, thanks for coming on the program. Appreciate Thank you, it. amigo. Anytime. All right. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.